This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Alright, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're kind of getting back to that off-grid, setting up the homestead, and looking at uh, more electricity options. Today, I wanted to go a little bit deeper. I've been getting a lot of questions on fuel storage, um, you know, how am I going to, you know, keep the lights on and, and keep things going after the power goes out, you know, and, and just well, how am I going to get through it? How am I going to get through the end of the world in the dark, you know? So I've been thinking and, and there's a lot of options and I got to tell you, I, I think your easiest option, you know, people survived for thousands of years with no electricity. Mm. You know, there are a million ways to get things done, to make food, to process food. But how cool is it when you got a flashlight at night? Dude, you know you want that, right? I mean, you want a little bit of convenience because, you know, we've gotten used to it. Right. We're, we're fat and lazy. Yeah, refrigerators we're, are a huge help when it comes refrigerators, to Refrigerators, I mean, how awesome are you if you're the guy who can store food long term, right? Right. I mean, that's... That's the dream right there. But, you know, I don't know. So I wanted to, you know, find a way. But I think there's a lot of things, you know, we can do a washing machine that's, you know, a hand crank. 
Right. And I'm okay with that. We need to, you know, find ways to conserve and make things mm. work. You know, I don't need to be staring at the Facebook and updating it every five minutes. Unless, of course, I'm sending, you know, a message and writing that word badass, you know, that. Right. Then, I mean, that. you got to yeah. do that. You got to have your priorities right. Right. But I'm just saying, you know, there's not so much that, you know, we really need electricity for. But you got to do some planning. You got to learn this stuff beforehand. How am I going to watch Netflix, though? That's, That's the, really, the, thing. the thing I'm Netflix, worried about. Netflix, there's some great shows on there. I mean, mm-hmm. now I'm finally getting around to going through Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. You just yeah, I'd it. never seen it. You uh-huh. know, I'd, I'd seen one episode and then, you know, nothing. It only but gets better. Last season. It only gets best better. I'm, I'm at like season two, maybe oh, halfway yeah. through the season two. But, you know, whatever. But. You know, I don't know. Try and set up your homestead is what I'm saying without electricity. Get Go as far as you can go. Right. But then... And there's a lot of roundabouts with electricity. When you it's know. time for electricity, mm-hmm. then let's talk. So initially, like, all right, I have a gas generator. Mm-hmm. Now, I can store gas, but you guys have heard me say it on this podcast. Right. You can store gas maybe a year. You might get a year and a half. Mm. You throw some stable in there. Maybe in a fantasy world, if you're cleaning out carburetors, you might get two years. Mm -hmm. But that's it. You're not going past that. And that's a long time. You're storing, if you're storing two years worth of gas, you got to, you did some planning. You're a prepper, right? I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Even if you stole a freaking. 18 wheeler tanker thing mm-hmm. two years i don't know yeah. i guess your generator yeah it's about two years mm-hmm. but can you refine your own um i got some messages this week this past week actually um alec and dave one you know on on off-grid electricity really prompted this a- episode and uh you know and the other one was uh you know can we refine gas is that even a possibility, storing, Kevin. Storing crude oil and refining it later on. Kevin, you uh, looked into it. What's I did. the answer? I did a little bit of research on it. No. Uh, the answer is no. Dude, I was excited. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Because, no. you know, you hear these stories that America's only got a couple refineries and we don't make new ones. I'm all excited about it. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm going to be my own refinery. I'm going to stick it to the man. Yeah, apparently the reason that That's they don't no-go. make new refineries is because it's a huge pain in the ass. Unless you've got millions of dollars, you're not going to do And by millions, you mean billions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. So so I'm kind of up a creek. Now, there's a couple other options you came up with. I did. You can. Now, what can I do if you I want to? I want to run, run my car, or maybe my gas generator. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Uh, wood gas. I looked into this. Tell me about this wood. I've seen on the YouTube. There's they call guys it. With I love it. They call pickups. it wood gasification. Gasification, which is not how I would have ever used that word before. I, you know, that's I, what I, I do that to beans. Was I thought gastrointestinal <laughs> distress. Yeah, basically, what you're doing is you're converting wood or charcoal into gas. Okay. Uh, in, into a gas. Right. And once it's cooled off, you can fuel an internal combustion engine. So you can, you know, run run your lawnmower, your truck, whatever really? whatever runs on, on gas, you can run it off of this. Okay. And uh looked in, looked into it. FEMA actually published a book in nineteen. Wait, FEMA did something productive, is what you're FEMA's always me. doing crazy stuff. It's just uh 
when things actually go wrong. That's when they have the hiccups. They're like, oh shit, I was writing that book, I didn't even think. <laughs> yeah, they uh, wrote a book in 1989 on how to build a gas generator in an emergency fuel shortage. So, I didn't look at the book, but uh, Kevin, I did that, do... That's, you know, I make a commitment. I buy a lot of books, I prepare, I look out for my people here. Mm-hmm. But we could probably put a link to the book, right? If this is sure, something we people are yeah. serious about, we could probably hook them up, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. And I looked, uh, I looked into it, and actually, um, you know, you can build these at home. You know, they have really? a lot of uh, YouTube t- tutorials and a lot of other stuff, but you can also buy them pre-made. Really? So you can just get it, have it at your house. So and I can do it put yourself. a link in the show notes where I could just buy a wood. Yeah. Tactical nice. Wood Gas Incorporated. All right, so that's where I'd go to buy? Yeah, yeah, I actually... Uh, Buy something? No, I was what, checking out their site. What they, kind of price are we looking at for something like right, this? Right, uh, Big Dragon Wood big Gas dra- Fire Gasification that, System. That sounds fun right there, the Big it is. Dragon. It looks pretty cool too, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. They put like nice paint and shit, mm-hmm. looks nice. Yep, 1200 bucks though is what you're eh. looking to spend. I, I'm not thinking that's wrong. Turn fuel into turn wood into fuel? I don't think so either. Now you're saying FEMA will talk me through it. I can do this. Right, on you my can own. build this at home. But twelve hundred bucks, somebody already solved my problem. They already did it. You can order it. No, because I mean, I have house. guns that were twelve hundred bucks, and mm-hmm. you know what? Wood and gasoline yeah. guns. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't need twenty seven guns right. if I had twenty six and wood turning into gasoline. Right, and then right with it, they also sell uh, generators. Um, and the interesting thing about the generators, the one I was looking at is about eight hundred bucks. Okay, um, that sounds like a typical generator price. But it's designed to run off of the wood gas. Okay, but it also run off of propane and natural gas. So if you have a propane tank. You can hook it up and run your generator. I right, know, but the wood gas one. Am I running my regular gas generator with it? I thought. Oh you yes, said you anything can. with gas, yep. I can. You can run your regular generator. All right. So yep. what's the upside to their gas? Or sorry, their generator. Their generator uh, is that you can do the wood it's gas, but you can also do the propane. The propane and the which other. is you know, so you have different options on what. And propane is something that you can't store gas for two years, but propane lasts a long time. All right. You know, you can fill up uh, fill up your tanks and just. Uh, I told you, I found the local guy, ten bucks a tank or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys should be able to search something out. You know, you yeah. can't. You're not going to go to Lowe's and mm-hmm. get your your propane filled for ten bucks. Right. But, but there's somebody in your neighborhood that does it. You just does have it to find for them. under fifteen. Mm-hmm. And I definitely see thirteen here and there. Yeah, and probably most places it's cheaper than than it is around here. That's true. New York, we kind of, you know, mm-hmm. put the kibosh on, on cheapness. Uh huh. So. Now I looked at some of the other ones. Um, Northern Self Reliance uh, right. sells some. They've got um, uh, the Isabella gasifier, which is uh, this one was a little bit strange because it looked like it was designed uh, just to run smaller engines. Okay. Um, but it's uh, for a three to eight ho- horsepower engine. And that's three hundred and fifty bucks, and then um, eight to thirteen that's horsepower cheap, engines though, is about three hundred fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there's a the bigger one that's uh, Victoria gas fire, eight to thirteen horsepower. All right, but I'm still not running a uh, pickup truck. Not running a pickup truck on these guys, 
but they have a DIY kit. Oh. Uh, Three seventy-five. You can get the bigger, the bigger Victoria gas fire. And actually, going through their website, there's some pretty interesting stuff on there. It wasn't just, um, wasn't just gas fires. Uh, both of these guys had a lot of different um, homesteading style, uh, you know, techniques, articles, different things. So definitely worth checking out. And now, what's this website again? Northern Self Reliance. NorthernSelfReliance.com. Yeah. All right. No, again, I'm going to put it in the show notes. I like it. Dude, you did some research. I, I think you're coming through here. I'm yeah. impressed. But uh, definitely, uh, you know, wood wood gasification was not something that I even Ever really considered. knew about. Yeah, I had yeah. seen little things right, on right. TV and whatever. No, I, but I kind of felt like they were a hoax, man. Right. I see these people it with their pickups. Up. And mm-hmm. the guy's like, yeah, I rigged this thing up, and he's got, you know, a 55-gallon drum in the mm-hmm. back of the pickup, and he's... Right, and you can run it and pump it into your gas tank as you're driving. As he's driving, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. Yeah, so that's definitely a pretty interesting uh, way to go. Now, we were talking earlier about um, uh, about fuel storage. Yeah. Um, and gas not lasting long, diesel not lasting long. Uh, what about... And and we couldn't figure out how to refine crude oil, but it w- how could we make diesel at home? Say with uh, products we have around the house, or I feel like you might forget. be setting me up here. It's a segue, dude. A segue? Yeah. Is that what you call that? All right. Well, let me tell you about our good friend biodiesel. Mm. Now you might have heard about biodiesel. You probably listen to Willie Nelson a lot. Yeah. You're like, oh, Willie Nelson. Yeah, that song about Georgia. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. Georgia's on my mind. I yeah, think no, it is. I know. Yeah. I know Willie Nelson. You know Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. I don't have to expand anymore. We got no, it. No, he smoked weed in the White the House weed. and <laughs> didn't pay his taxes for for didn't years. Didn't pay and years. taxes. Had the IRS tapes, something mm-hmm. like he that. He fought the law and the law won. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't work out. That guy is going strong. He's unbelievable. But actually, the weed gives him superpowers. Superpowers. Apparently. He's like 150 years Dude, old. He tours like a madman. <laughs> that guy's fucking awesome. All right, so, yeah, no, Willie's all about, they had Bio Willie, and they had all these gas stations all across the Midwest for oh, a really? while. Oh, yeah, he was all serious about it. He was going to save the planet. And then, you know, because it was going to save the farmer, too, you right. know, was the idea. Mm-hmm. So, actually, I looked into starting a uh, biodiesel company a couple of years back, and, of course, the government put the kibosh on that yeah hey, dude there's just no way to i mean the thing is we could make biodiesel and when we looked up at setting up our plant and doing everything and the overhead it was like diesel at the time was like a buck 89 a gallon and i could make it for about a buck 85 a gallon mm-hmm. so there's no problem i, I mean well it. i could sell it to you for a buck 85 right. a gallon but yeah you're not gonna try something new Mm-hmm. Something scary that might mess up my motor in my nice truck. Right. You know, because nobody knew, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. like, ah, biodiesel, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And they always, you hear these stories when you read on the internet, they're like, oh, when you switch over to biodiesel, it ends up actually cleaning everything out. Mm-hmm. But all the bad stuff ends up clogging out fuel filters. Oh, yeah. So they have the warning. Oh, when you start using biodiesel, plan on replacing like three fuel filters in the first two months. Mm-hmm. But then Dang, it's all good. All right. But you start putting out little scary things like that. Right. And people are like, eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So 
the big excitement with biodiesel originally was, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, waste oil. You'll be able to get it from freaking, uh, you know, go down to McDonald's and take all their dirty oil, which they have these big, awesome machines that recirculate it and clean it out. Mm-hmm. They go a long time on their oil. But your normal little bar and stuff like that, you're going right. to have excess diesel. Well, they do actually pay to get rid of it or give it away, but there's companies that come and snatch it up. Right. It's it's tough to go in and be like, hey, mm-hmm. I want all your old grease, you know? Right. They're not exactly, you know, giving it out like people talk about. Mm-hmm. But even with that, the process of cleaning it and doing everything, it, it, that was still putting me at the, you know, near the price of diesel. It's mm-hmm. kind of a pain in the ass. So then... I said, all right, well, what about soy or corn oil, Mm -hmm. right? Same thing. I buy good, clean soy oil or corn oil. It was going to put me at the same price. Same price. So I do all my research. You have hemp oil. Now, hemp oil actually came in a little bit cheaper, and we we could do it. But at the time, you're not growing marijuana plants. You still can't grow hemp. It's a no-go. Whoa. Well, I mean, hemp doesn't even have THC, but it's still against the law. So... We're looking and looking. So finally, and now, so soy, I think, to make these numbers work, whatever, I think soy at the time was like 90 cents a gallon, mm-hmm. something like that. So I'm searching everywhere, and there's stuff, there, there's something called rapeseed oil. Now, uh-huh. rapeseed oil is is what, uh, you go to the grocery store and you buy canola, mm-hmm. that's, that's rapeseed oil. All right. It turns out they didn't want to put rapeseed that frightened housewives or something and so they say canola and you're like oh sure canola oil no problem this stuff i can get it freaking made they grow it in in africa where you can't grow anything Mm -hmm. right they'll grow it in africa south america anywhere you want anywhere that's hot no problem and they can actually ship it over on a barge and if i buy enough of it they'll sell it to me for 15 cents a gallon wow now you're like 15 cents a gallon now if you couldn't you're breaking even at at 60 or 90 cents a gallon Mm -hmm. 15 cents you're gonna be king of the fucking world Mm -hmm. we were like hell yeah so we start getting all these uh distributors from over Mm -hmm. in africa we do our research we're like all right we're gonna kill this then right when we're coming at the at the cusp of it then freaking all of a sudden George Bush is like, you know, we did our research and if you don't buy what the American farmers selling, then yeah, we don't think it's a good idea. We think it, it pollutes things too much and it's just <laughs> not going to work. Uh, I, I think the argument they gave us was it produces too much nitrogen, which was just bullshit. But it doesn't even you, make any sense. You can't even fight, you know, whatever. Isn't and the air like 70% nitrogen? It was a big thing. Dude, it's ridiculous. So we were like, yay, everything's great. We finally found our way to make money. And then they outlawed it, right? And then you'll notice biodiesel was all of a sudden like a big thing for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it disappeared and you never hear about right. it again. But on the flip side... If you're crazy long-term storage guy, you can store vegetable oil forever and then go and make biodiesel out of it. Now, say I've got gallons and gallons of vegetable oil out in my uh, shed. Right. So want to make some diesel. Some biodiesel, you're going to need some lye. Okay. 
and you're also going to need some methanol. Now, once you get those, there's a million recipes all over the internet, but basically you pretty much just need the clean oil. Mm -hmm. You add the two, you store it, you let it settle out, and it'll actually separate like glycerin. There'll be a couple layers. Mm -hmm. You siphon off the one, and you're pretty much good to go. Mm -hmm. Now, the cool thing with diesels are is you can have two tanks. You can have your biodiesel tank, and you can have just a straight vegetable oil tank. And once your diesel fires up, you can switch tanks and run off straight vegetable oil, and it'll keep firing. Really? But it won't start a vehicle Okay. off the uh, just straight vegetable oil. But there's a lot of options out there. And, dude, there's recipes everywhere. Wikipedia, everywhere I looked. I'll put some links on there. You can be making your own biodiesel. I already bored you with my long story. I don't want to get crazy on you on uh, making biodiesel and how the government's sticking it to the man. Mm-hmm. You know, because that happens. Now... There were some other options. Um, steam engines? Yeah, I was actually looking into that. Tell me what you came up uh, with. It's pretty pretty neat stuff, actually. I mean, uh, basically how a steam engine works is you heat up the water, boils in the steam. The steam makes things move. All right. You know? So pistons so, kind of thing. Pistons. You can, you can even make a, um, a steam engine generator. Now, these things are usually pretty loud. Right. But you can heat up. Well, you can heat up. Uh, the steam with anything. Okay. You know, you can heat it up with wood, you can heat it up with coal, gas, you can heat gas, it up with coal. Whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, now, you can build your own steam engine if you're, you know, good at metal work and all that yeah. sort of stuff. A lot of the people I saw are like, oh, I got this one off a submarine, mm-hmm. right? I got this off of, you know, because, yeah, they... But you can buy them, steam generators. Them, actually, and uh, I looked at one... One site that was pretty interesting, uh, Mike Brown Steam Engines. All right, what's um, he got? Said uh, his his steam engine. Uh, he's got uh, two st- two different ones, uh, one cylinder and a two cylinder. The one cylinder is uh, pa- can power a, a five hundred watt generator. All right, runs on wood. Forty thousand BTUs it can put out. Nice, and uh, you can get one for about twelve hundred bucks. All right. So, I mean, there are options. We just right. got to shell out a little bit of coin. Right. The two-cylinder, though, is a little bit better. It's three horsepower. All right. 1,500 watts and uh, 100,000 BTUs. And that's 2,400 bucks. Um, you can also go on his website there and uh, get prints to build and your own steam engine. these are all wood-fired? Yeah, these are all wood-fired. Now, what kind of... I mean, I'm chopping down a lot of trees to keep this bad boy going, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're, you're running wood. I mean, you're burning wood, but I mean, uh, you know, if you don't have access to fuel and you need to run your generator and you got woods behind your house, then you're good, man. Ready to go. All you got to do is burn it. I really could have just bought those solar panels is what you're telling me. Yeah. Well, you could. And then. Yeah. Me cutting down 20 trees. But and I, I'm not worried about the trees. I'm just saying, me out there with an axe, 20 trees. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. If only somebody <sighs> would invent a steam-powered uh, chainsaw. Now we're in business. talking. Um, but he also had some prints for uh, junkyard stills and some interesting little things oh, on there. Cool. So that's uh, that's Mike Brown's steam engine. That was pretty interesting. All right. Interesting ideas on that. 
All right, I like that. I think I'm going to have to uh, do some research. Now, again, I'm going to try and get all these in the show notes. Yeah. Now, I remember I watched, uh, you ever see that movie African African Queen, I think it was, with um, Humphrey Bogart, and he's going down the river on a steamboat. That sounds familiar. Yeah, that kind of That's what kind of got me turned on to the steam engine first, because he's like, I have to pull over to the side and get some more fuel, and he goes out there and starts grabbing some, some sticks and wood out, out of the woods. I like that idea. That is pretty cool. Um, now, the other one I want to talk about is windmills. Wind power, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I looked into some of these, and there's actually a lot of really cool options there. Now, you saw a lot of like professional, uh, commercially made windmills? Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot, and they're expensive. But, right. I mean, the, the truth is, the majority of it you can build yourself. The expensive part is building a, the tower. Okay. Um, so you can build a tower out of wood. It's not a... Not a complex project. I can shave down a tree and mm-hmm. have a long pole there. I'm yeah, in. You're good. All right. Um, so windmills actually been around a long time. The first one was in uh, Alexandria in the first century. Okay. Uh, became popular in Europe in the 1300s. Um, and let's see, they, they were first used pumping water in the 9th century in Afghanistan and Pakistan. The only thing maybe that was ever invented in that area that, uh, was there worth anything? Didn't they come up with math? Isn't that the whole? No, we're not algebra. Giving... Yeah, we're Who not wants giving that? them that. No, Who wants that? Yeah, and really, that was kind of the bane of my existence. <laughs> That's learn... why you had a hard time in you high know? school. You know, yeah. Huh? Now I'm starting to see why I don't like these people. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So um, now the American windmill was invented by uh, Daniel Halliday in 1854. Sure, because like 500 years later, we're like, fuck, we can invent that. They did, he did it better, because what he did was he put multiple blades on. Oh, That's when you see the ones that are like, a, it almost looks like a wheel with all the little blades on it. And it had a, a like a weather vane type fin so that it would turn itself towards the wind. Yeah. No, I like that. I like setting it up in the mm-hmm. right direction. And yeah, that really, you can, you know, grab so much more power there. Yeah, yeah, and um, so they basically, um, yeah, in the 1930s, there were like 600,000 windmills. Okay. And everybody was powering all their equipment. Wow. On, uh, on windmills, especially in the rural areas. Yeah. The problem was that um, the government demanded that electricity be an option for everybody. So once they started coming out to the rural areas with power lines, the windmill pretty much disappeared. Okay. Doesn't mean that there haven't been innovations since then, though. Really? Yeah. And I looked now, it up. Now they're good for catching eagles or something? Yeah. 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 Yep. Well, people are doing it. You know, you're you're not really going to generate a lot of power with the windmill um, as far as electrical power. Unless you really have, like, you know, a 60-foot tower Wow. And you know, ten, ten or twenty foot blades on it. Whoa. It's a it's a big project, yeah. but you can run things. You know, you can run water pumps. Well pump. They've yeah. been doing it for for years like that. Uh, well pumps, and uh, I looked up the mechanics of it. Yeah, it's actually, like really fascinating. You see how how everything works. You know, nice. it's basically the the wheel spins, and it pumps a camshaft that pumps up and down, reciprocating power. Pumps the water up, and the water is stopped by a check valve, so it's a little bit at a time, you know, bumps All right. bumps up each each time. And if you use, like, a, 
a 16 foot windmill, 16 right. foot. And I set up a water tower. Mm-hmm. So it's got a big bucket and right. I got a little well pump thing uh-huh. going on my windmill. Then what? You can do, uh, you can pump up to 1600 gallons a hundred an hour, a hundred feet up. Wow. So, I mean, that's really... Uh, so, I can keep my wet water tower ready right, to go. Right. And, uh, you know, if you go online, you can see, find a lot of places that sell them. They're a little bit expensive, but like I said, if you're willing to build the tower, then you can really save a lot of money. You can you can get in there for for about eight, eight nine hundred bucks. But if you're wanting to set up... Yeah, it's kind of like we're using the power of the gods. Right. I mean that. What's more badass than mm-hmm. that? Really, is what I'm getting at. Yep. And I uh, looked up uh, Obrock Windmills. Okay. Founded by U.S. Navy veterans. Oh, I like Navy yep. veterans. Yep. And they've got different, you know, different stuff. Eighty eight foot well uh, wheel diameter. That's twenty six hundred dollars. And a uh, little bit bigger, you can go all the way up to like twenty foot, you know, span uh, wheels. Wow. And. Um, that's like you know, it's like thirty grand. But you're yeah, you're actually doing grand. some some work, and you're you're powering your whole farm with a, that a windmill, you mm-hmm. know. But yeah, if I could power my farm, we might have something to talk about. Yeah. You know? Now all I need is a farm, and then I'm fucking in. That's it. Yeah. Then it's no. nothing but bacon and pitches. <laughs> Those would be the dogs chasing you around. <laughs> yeah, the I'm dogs that sure chase the pigs, man. Right. Come on, seriously, right. get your mind out of the gutter. All right. Just check in. Mm-hmm. So, all right. No, I think I think we uh, covered it there. Yeah, I think a, a lot of um, what I learned just in the in the past week or two researching this is that it, there's really a lot of options there is out there. You, it just takes the foresight. You right. know, you got to plan a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You're thinking, oh well, you know, a lot of the options you just threw at me were twelve hundred bucks. Right. Hey, you're a prepper, man. You got to plan. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something. Freaking Instructables. Have you seen this website? Yeah. They show you how to build any damn thing. Mm-hmm. You go to the scrapyard, you need some used appliance parts, call me. I'm going to mm-hmm. hook you up. But otherwise, you know, hey, the Instructables, you can build most of these things on your own. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, it's one or the other, either money or time. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and and that's how the world works. Yeah, and most of those um, wood gasification systems, I was watching the... Can be and put it, together on your yeah, own. Yeah, most of these companies, they had videos of like their first yeah. products that they had built, and they just built it in the backyard and it was sitting on cinder blocks, you yeah. know? Yeah, A lot of this stuff is is trial and error and figuring it out. That's it. You know, I mean, if you do the research, you spend 10 bucks on some books, mm-hmm. and, you know, hell, if you buy ebooks or whatever, your Kindle, whatever, I don't know about that stuff, but mm-hmm. if you actually don't have paper books or just read shit on the internet, mm-hmm. who knew? Um, instructables, you can build anything. Um, there's a lot of ways to set up your property and you're going to be a regular freaking Swiss family Robinson or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it just sounded good, but, uh, all right. So anyway, so you're like, oh, but now I have an awesome homestead. I have a little bit of electricity. I have a refrigerator. I just don't have a kick-ass knife. Hmm. What, what are you am gonna, I gonna do? do? Well, you're screwed, right? Yeah, I mean, you're out of luck. You're not a prepper if you don't have a man-sized knife, right? No. That's the way I see it. How are you gonna chop so, your, your chickens' heads off? Sog, jungle primitive. I personally 
have chopped a chicken's head off with the Sog Jungle Primitive. Really? That's a real fact. That's a prepping <laughs> badass fact right there. Now, the one that we're giving away is not the same one that I cut a chicken's head off with. This is but, actually new in a box. It's the same model, okay. same version. So you can use it to cut a chicken's head it off. It will cut a chicken's head off. But this one hasn't been held by me and chopped someone's head off. Okay. All right, just so we're clear. I don't want you guys getting too excited. Like, you know, it's like when, uh, what's the guy just had all his fake helmets and whatever, uh, the the quarterback? Oh, I didn't hear about oh, that. Okay. Um, the 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 inflate gate guy. Oh, uh, Man- Manning? Yeah, Manning. So he uh, apparently had a bunch of helmets, and he used them in practice or something, and then texted his manager guy or trainer or equipment coordinator. I have no idea. And he's like, oh, you could sell these on eBay as game used. And then apparently that came out. And people well, they had, like it had his sweat in there. It had his sweat. Now, so if you're looking for that kind of a connection mm-hmm. with the prepping badass, you're not going to get that out not of this gonna knife. Not going to happen. Not getting any of our DNA, I'll not tell you that. Not getting our DNA. But... If you just want a nice, clean knife that kicks ass, then you are in the right place. So, what you want to do, you want to go on our Facebook page. That would be facebook.com slant prepping badass. If you haven't already, you're going to like the page. And you're going to send us an instant message, like that Facebook iMessage. And you're going to type the word badass. Send me the word badass. I'm going to uh, keep getting these every week for the next three weeks or whatever long it is. I don't know. I'm going to tell you right now. And on the June 4th episode, the episode that comes out, I actually release it. I think it'll be June 3rd. And, uh, you know, you guys probably see it on June 4th. Anyway, we're going to announce a winner that is going to be selected. By me and Kevin. We're going to go through. We're going to review them all. We're going to mm-hmm. check out your profiles. Get in your business a little bit. Yeah. We're going to. Either that or we'll just we'll, we'll just, just drink one. a lot You're of like, beer and oh, randomly pick one. Guy. Yeah. Oh, look at that guy. He's got boobs on there. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't don't send us boobs. Don't, we they, we that, don't want to see a, That's see a boobs. no-go. Um, not that. You know, but I mean, I'm just saying that would be weird. That's not yeah. not what we're using as our criteria is what he's right. getting at, in case that's what you were thinking. But uh, so you're going to type in the word badass, send it off to us, and uh, we'll put you on our list here and we'll see what we can do. Get sent out, huh? So otherwise, you guys uh, stay safe. Check out our website, uh, preppingbadass.com. Mm-hmm. Questions, concerns, thoughts, and new episodes, you're going to email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Otherwise, we'll talk to you guys next week. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire.
I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know, right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.